You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hey there, and welcome to Like a Local Podcast, your passport to authentic local experiences. Join me, Stephanie Gerard, and me, Katie Hilton Brown, as we talk to a local from a new city every Thursday. They'll share their recommendations for best places to eat, drink, stay, and play. Who doesn't want to be in the know with all the best kept secrets, hidden gems, and insider tips? Let's face it, traveling is fun, but planning a trip can be a daunting task with countless hours spent researching and sifting through endless lists on Google and TikTok. But with Like a Local, we do the legwork for you and tell you exactly what you need on your itinerary. So pack your bags and let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Like a Local Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Katie, happy Thanksgiving to you. Very grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. Any Thanksgiving day plans? We are just going to Greensboro for the day. Mm-hmm. Nice, seeing family. Yep, seeing my family. What about you? We're at my older sister's place in Maryland. So my mom has passed the torch to her to host. Um, so we'll see if she can live up to it, live up to the name. And if she can't, then the the torch will go right back to mom. So yeah. What is your favorite Thanksgiving day dish side? Mm. What's your go-to if you could only choose one? It's a good question. I guess it depends on who's making it. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandma makes really good um, green bean casserole. Mm. No, no, I don't know why I said that. She makes really good green beans. Okay. Um, my mom makes really good sweet potato casserole. She makes it every year. Yeah. I like sweet potato um, casserole. And I love mashed potatoes and gravy. Me too. But when you think about mashed potatoes, okay, like when I think of like the all-star side, I'm probably going to have to do sweet potato casserole or like stuffing because mashed potatoes are good, but I, I feel love like they're stuffing. good. Yeah. Mashed potatoes are a good accessory. Like they're the glue that kind of, you know, puts the whole yeah. dish together. Yeah. yeah, but you have to have it. You can't not have mashed potatoes. Yeah, of course. Of course. But it goes better with the other fixins and the turkey, in my fixins. opinion. It's an accessory. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. We can agree to disagree. I do love stuff- stuffing. I don't know how I forgot about it, but I do love mm-hmm. stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know yeah, if I can pick it. one. All right. Don't worry. Yours. Stuffing yours. Stuffing or sweet potato casserole, like the one oh, with like yeah. the marshmallow on top. My mom doesn't put marshmallows on top of hers mm-hmm. and I've never really missed it. Okay. What does she do? She put like the nuts. Yeah. Okay. And it's more of a dessert. Yeah. Is. See, this one is definitely a dessert. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I like it. Um. Well, let's go into first class picks because I know that everyone's driving to their dinners today. Or they, they could they- be running a turkey trot right now. Or they're running a turkey trial. They're relying on us to hype them up. And so we need to get to our first class pick. You go first. Okay. So while I was trying to think of a first class pick, I was thinking of what I'm really enjoying right now or what I'm looking forward to. And keeping in theme of Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving day morning. So hear me out. You wake up, you sleep in a little, you go run on your turkey trot. 
Just kidding. Are you doing a turkey trot? Yeah, I was kidding. I don't run a turkey trot. I make my coffee. You maybe, you maybe have a breakfast casserole and then you watch the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade with your family, the dog show. It's a slow morning, but you know, like this fat meal is, you know, going to be in your stomach in just a few hours. And then the holiday season commences. I just love it. And I think it's so much better. This might be a hot take, but I think it's better than Christmas day morning. I would almost, I don't know. I kind of agree with that because, well, let me think because like Christmas day, I think Christmas Eve, like Christmas day comes and then, you know, the next day it's over and then like, it's just sad. No, it's depressing. It's depressing. Yeah. I would agree with, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. So that's my unconventional first class pick for this. No, I, I like that. Usually it's not like a slow morning for me just because we're getting ready to leave the house, but I love that for you and love that for everyone who um, is able. Wait, do you watch the Macy's Thanksgiving? I always get excited about, about it. Mm -hmm. And then I always forget about it. So put it on at like 10 and it's all almost all the way over. Yeah. This year it's starting at eight 30. Well, with a baby, I might be up. We'll probably, no, I mean, we'll be up this year. I challenge you to watch it this year. It's always the plan to watch it. You can do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So my first class pick is, I wish I had been more thoughtful about tis the season, but I just thought of a product. Um, I got a couple of free samples from Clarins. I had ordered some moisturizer and I got the Clarins lip oil as a sample and I only got two uses out of it, but oh my goodness, I absolutely love it. And I'm going to be buying a full size Mm-hmm. And I've never tried the lip oil from Dior, but I don't know. I think it's cheaper than the Dior one and it's a great color. I got the raspberry color and that's what I'm going to order mm-hmm. and I love it. It's it's very moisturizing and it, like I said, just great, fantastic color. Yeah. Does it plump them a little bit? Not really. No, no, you don't need it. Can't say it plumps, but it's just great color and it's not too sticky and yeah. it's unex- it was unexpected. Do you have the exact, the full name? Clarins Lip Comfort Hydrating Oil, and it's $29. Oh, that's good. I think the Dior one's, what, 39 Interesting. I'll have to check it out. I do. I, I I have the Dior one, and I don't like it. It doesn't last long for me. Well, I don't know if the Clarins lasts either, honestly. Interesting. Well, that's a great rec, especially for the winter season. Your lips are getting all dry. Yeah. yeah check it out. I think I was just really pleased with the color. It was just unexpected. Is it a little bit dark? Yeah. No, it was like perfect pink. Well, great wreck. And now we'll get into the show. So this week we are interviewing Emily Ferrones from 58 Ember Podcast Network. She lives in Salt Lake City. So we're getting the local lowdown of Salt Lake City, Utah today. And we can't wait for y'all to hear it. So pack your bags, book that flight, and let's get going to where High School Musical was filmed. All right, Emily, before we get into the local lowdown of Salt Lake City, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Yeah, and so I'm Emily Barone. I'm one of the co-founders of the 58 Ember Podcast Network that like locals on. And so I help with things behind the scenes, helping with like strategy to marketing, kind of all the steps of making a podcast. And then I also host my own podcast, which is a newer venture for me, but it's been fun. It's the sports podcast called Sideline Edit. 
And it's more about like catering to a millennial female who maybe like doesn't know a ton about sports or isn't into it as much and like weaving in pop culture and the fashion and everything so that you know what's going on in the sports world, but you're not hearing it from like a traditional sports like platform. Do you listen to the morning toast? I don't. Have you heard of it? I have. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like the morning toast, but for sports. Yeah. Like the little like snippets of the news. Yeah. Yeah. Like it gives you what you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good analogy for sure. Do you listen to pardon my take? Okay. So I don't, but my husband does. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys from it actually went to my college. Oh, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, he listens to it. And so I I hear like bits of it. I um, don't want him to know this, but um, my husband, he listens to it too. And he will not listen to the podcast. I listen to like the morning toast or like Heather McMahon. He's like, I have to go now, but I actually enjoy like listening to his podcast. I think they're funny. And like, I don't know if you know, big cat. He is the Mm -hmm. one that went to your college. It's not, it's PMT. Okay. The other, mm-hmm. um, I just think they're so funny. They so are. Say, yeah. Are you the big cat for females? Are you the female big <laughs> I cat? I guess so. I, it's, I feel like it's hard to compare myself to him, but I'll take it yeah, as a comparison. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so Salt Lake city, how long have you been living there for? So I have only been living here a year and a half. And so I feel like I'm more of like an adoptive salt lake city or mm-hmm. um but i love it so far and we like moved here by choice like we had visited and we wanted to be here are you guys yeah. skiers mm-hmm. and where did you live before uh so i mainly lived in richmond virginia before but i don't know if you actually if you guys know this but we were nomadic for a year and a half we knew we wanted to move from richmond and so we lived in Airbnbs for a year and a half and spent like a month to two months in different places all around the country. That and so is- that's how we had found Salt Lake City. A friend had recommended it to me. So we spent a month here and it was like the one place where like, we're not going to move to Salt Lake City. Like, it's just so random. And like our parents and everything, they're like, you're not going to move to Utah. Like, it truly is random. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, shoot, we like it here the best. Wow. What did you like about it? Um, Definitely just like the accessibility to the outdoors. And so it's like this perfect blend of a good like big city where it's like you have major sports teams and like you have like Nordstrom to me was important. Like having like (laughs) city amenities. Yeah. But then also being like you're like always like 15 minutes away from the mountains. And so it was like this perfect blend for us. And I think growing up on the East Coast, just like seeing the mountains every day, like it just still feels special. Interesting. So yeah. one of my questions was why should our listeners even consider coming to visit? Especially, I guess, if you're into, you don't have to be into mountain sports to enjoy yeah. your stay there. I think it definitely makes it easier, even like in the summer, if you're into hiking or like open to hiking. I think it definitely makes it easier and that's definitely like the big hole I feel like to visit and so we always say like when people are visiting like if they're a skier or a hiker like it's easy to plan what we're going to do with them but there's still like enough that if somebody's not into that or we had a friend recently that visited and like they're injured 
And so we're like, okay, we can still like figure out like what to do with them. There's still like a lot to do and see. So would you say that winter is probably the best season to visit? I think if you're a skier, definitely. But I also really like the fall here. I think it's like the perfect time of year would probably be like October, November, where sometimes we have the snow still like on the mountains, so like snow-capped mountains, but then it'll be like 60 degrees or so in the valley. And so it's like the most beautiful thing where it's like the bottom of the mountains are like fall foliage. So it's like red and like oranges. And then you have like the snow on top and it's just like so pretty. I thought I wasn't going to like fall out here just because I'm like fall in New England like that's the best like it won't be able to like beat that but it's just like different and still so pretty and so Mm -hmm. I think if you're not like a skier I would say fall because there's still like a lot to do and like the weather's nice we don't have like humidity or anything and so it's like you can kind of get both and if you are a skier you can probably like from what I've heard I've never been to Salt Lake City but you can like push your trip probably like all the way into April right like there's still snow maybe even like May sometimes yeah it depends on how much snow we get that year but yeah I mean we have people come like in May and ski with us I mean sometimes like into June even it just kind of depends if you want like really really great snow then like February or like March is probably best but yeah we have snow in the mountains a lot of the year Wow. And how hot do the summers get? So the summers do get pretty hot. Yeah. It honestly surprised me. I did not think it would get so hot, but I mean, it could be like in the hundreds in the summer, but it's for a shorter amount of time, I feel like, than like growing up in the mid Atlantic. And so maybe like August will be like in the hundreds. And then like June will be still like nice. It'll be like 70s or so. And so there's really just like the peak hotness, but again, we don't have humidity. And so it's just like whether or not, like to me, humidity makes it so much worse. Whereas like 90 degrees and no humidity, like I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So if we are coming to visit, where should we stay? And are there specific neighborhoods that you recommend? Yeah, totally. And so I would say if you want to do like the hotel experience, there's the Grand America Hotel, which is like it's been here forever. And that's like a nice kind of like bougie hotel. Like if you want to do like a staycation, a lot of people do that. It's just like a little bit more like fancy and like vintagey, but also still like downtown and close to things. But if you wanted to do like an Airbnb or something, I would stay in the avenues, which is essentially just like north of downtown and so you're close to you can walk to downtown you're close to the foothills and like the university of utah but then you're also in this neighborhood that's just like all the houses were from like the 20s and it's just like pretty architecture and so it's like you kind of get this blend of like everything that's like my go-to yeah same and where okay so like the downtown area is that where like the churches and everything or the temple yeah yeah And so the downtown area is where the temple is. And an interesting thing about Salt Lake City, which I didn't know until like a couple months into living here, but it's a grid, which I didn't know. But the center of the grid is Temple Square. 
And so that's essentially zero. And then everything off of that is up by like 100. And so if you're at I don't know, 100 south, 200 east, then you're mm-hmm. like one block south and then two east from the temple. Right. And that so you can sense. kind of orient yourself that way. That makes sense. Do you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? So I have. I don't watch it like religiously, but I have. Do you watch it? I watch it. It's not my favorite franchise, but I watch it just because people talk about it. Have you ever seen any any of the ladies? So I have not seen any of the housewives. I have seen Jack Barlow before, oh, wow. but he is the only one I've seen. I've seen um I've seen Heather Gay's car. Like I've seen her like drive by me before. Um, but that's what I've seen. But or I've seen Heather. Oh, Heather. Drive by me before. Uh, but then, yeah, I've seen Jack Barlow. And that was, I saw him, like, take his prom photos. We were, like, Aww. coming up from, like, a hike. And they were, like, taking these, like, photos. And I was, like, that's Jack Barlow. Oh, oh my, my gosh. So, so but cool. I, I, like, know now, like, where some of them, like, the areas some of them live in and stuff. And so I feel like if you want to try to find them, you definitely could. Okay. And what about Post Malone? Because doesn't he live there? Okay. He does. Yes. I've never seen Post Malone, but that is somebody who would be very cool to see. And people like love him here. Yeah. They say he's very friendly. Yes. And that I, I feel like if you're Post Malone, you like can't hide that you're Post Malone. And so I feel like you have to be (laughs) like willing for Mm -hmm. people to like come up to you. Um, But yeah, he lives like in a more, like he lives in a very like secluded, like up towards the mountains. And people say that his compound he like calls it a compound and it's made for like the apocalypse yeah because he's into that and so yeah but he doesn't like live too far from me so I'm always wondering I'm like will I see him will I know right yeah he might he might come by sometime and ask if you have a cup of sugar (laughs) are you (laughs) that close (laughs) like 10 minutes away but not super close but yeah I I would love to see folks Yes, and I would love for MTV Cribs to do a tour yeah. of the bunker, just so like we yeah. know like how to prepare. Totally. And then there's um I should know his name, but the guy who's the dad in Modern Family, he like owns a few restaurants, and he owns a restaurant pretty close to where we live that we go to sometimes, and so he is like always around. But people say he can like he's better at disguising himself with like glasses mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah. But I feel like if I heard his voice, I'd be like, that's Phil Donkey. Yeah. Like, yes. You know? Yeah, of course. Well, speaking of restaurants, now that we have an idea of where we're staying, let's move into our favorite segment and talk about food. So Emily, what are your two favorite breakfast spots or brunch spots in the area? Yeah. So I would say Salt Lake has really good breakfast sandwiches. That's like one of the things I feel like I'm a big breakfast person and when we were traveling around like trying to find good breakfast food was important mm-hmm. and so my two favorite breakfast sandwiches are Frankie and Essel's which is by Liberty Park which we call like our central park it's just this huge park kind of not far from like the downtown area and there's like always stuff going on there and so Frankie and Essel's is like right off of it and it's a big like brioche bun, like breakfast sandwich. Um, and then they have like a dipping sauce that's good with it. And like these like little potatoes that are really good. 
And then I also like Central Ninth. And they make like pizzas and pizza dough. And so the breakfast sandwich is on like a focaccia, like a piece of focaccia bread. And so that's really good too. And so those are my two like breakfast places. Breakfast places. How often do you get them? Um, <laughs> probably at least one of them once a month, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a bacon girl or are you a sausage girl or neither? Yeah, I'm a pescatarian, actually. Oh, wow. So what what goes on your breakfast sandwich? Just egg and Uh, cheese? Egg and cheese. And then normally they do like grilled vegetables. And so even like the Frankie and Estelle's one, they used to do like a huge like portobello mushroom on it. Mm -hmm. And then like the um, one from Central Night, they'll do like grilled onions and like peppers and like mushrooms. So. I know I should preface that I'm a pescatarian and so I feel like that makes a difference uh but my husband eats meat and everything so yeah he's can vouch for like those yeah yeah okay so now that we got breakfast covered let's move into lunch and dinner so what would you recommend for that so I feel like if you're in Salt Lake you have to get tacos that is like a big thing here and so our favorite taco place is real taqueria and it's nice because they also have like like i get a burrito from there so that's more than just tacos whereas a lot of places are just like the two three dollar tacos and then they also have really good chips and queso and so it's like feels like more of a meal plus like yeah even like the tacos like they're just so good and so that would be definitely one that you have to get and then a more like healthy lunch option, I would say, is Vessel Kitchen. It's kind of like a kava, but better. And so we always take people there and they actually have a couple locations and they're putting one in the airport, which is very exciting because it's like the perfect like travel food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like bowls and stuff like that. So that's definitely those two for like lunch are favorites. And then for dinner, there's a place that is probably more touristy but it's one of the places that's worth it and it's called Ruth Steiner and it's I think it's the oldest restaurant in Salt Lake City or one of them and it is up one of the canyons really close to downtown Immigration Canyon and it's this old uh, like trolley car that's the restaurant and it's just like okay it's like diner food but like you can go there for dinner you can go there for like breakfast or whenever you want to go I would say that's one of the places where they don't do like reservations, but you have to like be strategic about when you go, mm-hmm. whereas all the other places I've said so far, like aren't reservations. Gotcha. Um, but it's just like an experience and yeah, you can like, you're in the Canyon. That's and so-, so it's like, you're in the mountains, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And then for another dinner place that if you're going at night, I probably would make a reservation is cafe trio. And that's also like in a good area it's more of like a neighborhood restaurant that's like Italian but like modern Italian I get like this grain salad with like artichoke and stuff that's really good and they have like good bread and like mm. a beet and burrata appetizer that I really like and so that would I would say it's more like if you're like go to dinner place nice I didn't think I knew that Salt Lake City was known for tacos I didn't either yeah we have really good Mexican food and it's and granted, this is all through like in growing up on the East Coast mindset. And so my sister lives in Phoenix and they definitely have like even better Mexican food than we have. But 
Yeah, we have so many taco places. Is there a big Spanish population? There is, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I would say the big, uh, like, immigrant populations are, like, Spanish and, like, Mexican and then Brazil, too. Oh. And so we have, yeah, really great food. Huh, what do you think calls them to Salt Lake City? The Mormon Church. Are there a lot oh, of Brazilians that are Mormon? There apparently there are, and this is all like new to me from living here. But yeah, I think it's one of the uh, big places that they send like missionaries to. Oh, do you feel that you like are an outlier? Yeah, I don't. I think, um, and that was one of our like concerns for moving here, yeah. being like we're not Mormon. We have like no experience or affiliation with the church at all. And yeah. I would say in like this more city area where we live like in our our day-to-day I like don't even think about it Mm -hmm. like you don't even yeah like feel it at all I would say in the suburbs you definitely would more Mm -hmm. and so like if we were to go there and you're like okay like there's a vibe shift but in our day to get our day-to-day living in the city like we don't really notice anything all of our like friends we've met like no one's Mormon and so I think it just kind of depends where you are. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. All right. Any more food recommendations before we move on to drinks? I feel like that's, that, I feel like that's yeah. a good rundown. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So yes, next segment, which is where to drink, where would you suggest our listeners go check out to drink? Yeah. And so the main place that I thought of is called Backdoor and it's a cocktail bar like in the downtown area, but then they also have like really good like appetizers. And so they'll do like the more like specialty cocktails. It's very like, like cute on the inside, very like cocktail bar vibe. And they have this like lavender drink that I really like, but then they also have like the really good appetizers. And so you can kind of like sit there and like chill and like be more low key while also like having like really good food. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it true that there's like a rule about the number of drinks that you can order or like have on the table? Yeah, there are. So Utah is pretty strict with alcohol laws. And so you can't have more than one drink at a time. And mm-hmm. so you you can't t- like, I don't know, in college, you would order like a beer and a shot and like you can't do yeah. that. You yeah. like can and they'll give you the shot. You have to take the shot and then they'll, they can like give you the beer but you can't have like more than one in front of you at a time. Gotcha. Katie, what are you going to do when you visit? I don't drink that much. I'm kidding. (laughs) I will say in like Park City, they're not as strict about it because we've had people that like come visit it and like gone to Park City and they're like, oh, I didn't notice that. And like people just didn't enforce it. And so I feel like that's like the big thing when you're like going out. Uh, but for drinks, we also have, and I don't know if you know about this, but the soda shops, so like the swig, I don't know if you've seen the like big tumblers on like TikTok and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 And so the swig, I feel like it's the biggest brand of it. And so that's like a big thing around here is these soda shops. And so you can like make your custom sodas. And so the big thing is they call it dirty soda. And so it's adding like creamer into your soda. And so you'll have to like look it up because and like see the menu and stuff because it's truly like wild and there's so many of them. There's like swig, so delicious, thirst, 
classes. Like it's just this very Utah thing. So we always bring somebody to a soda shop and they're just these like tiny little huts of drive throughs um, And so I feel like with like, that's just like another drink thing. I feel like I had to throw in. Yeah. I follow Emily Kaiser and Avery Woods. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they live in Scottsdale, but they, well, especially Emily, she talks about going to Swigs like, a yeah. lot to get her Dr. Pepper. But then she also talks about like, I might mix it up and she might get like a, I don't know, some sort of like hyper you- drink. And I was like, what is she talking about? But that makes so much more sense. Like it's like a soda shop. Yeah. You that can context get, before. Like wild things. Like if you go on the menu there, like there was one of our friends got one that was like a birthday cake flavor. And it's basically like in the inside of them, it looks like a co- like coffee shop with like all the creamers and then like all the pumps for like mm-hmm. flavors, but it's like you're putting it all into the soda instead. Huh. Sounds very sugary. I yeah. feel like an orange one with cream, if you put like cream mm-hmm. in an orange soda, that'd be good. It'd be like a one of those yeah. like popsicles that you used to eat when you were a kid. And like I don't mind, like I'll do a Coke with vanilla creamer because then it's like yeah. a vanilla Coke. Yeah. And so I can do that, but I've never been able to like order like one of the pre-made stuffs it just sounds like a lot but people are like obsessed like it like instead of getting your coffee in the morning you get your squig interesting well mormons they don't drink coffee right right yeah Yeah. because i was listening to a podcast i forget the podcast name but she was saying like growing up if she saw somebody drinking coffee she would be like oh my god like they're evil or like they're so bad like I can't believe they're drinking coffee because that's just like what they believe it's very interesting yeah I don't quite get the logic of no coffee but soda good yeah Um, yeah but yeah that's the way it is and so that's like the substitute which is just funny but it is fun and I feel like we always bring people there and they're like oh like I kind of like get it it's just like different yeah awesome well, now that we have our food and drink tour covered, what are two to three activities or attractions to see in Salt Lake City? Yeah. And so I feel like the first thing that came to my mind was if you're here in the winter, obviously skiing, or even if you don't ski, like just going up to one of the resorts and like kind of like experiencing it. I feel like it's really fun. Um, we're so close to ski resorts. If you're in Salt Lake City, you're like 30 minutes from like Solitude, Brighton, Snowbird, and Alta, which are like four of the big ones in two different canyons. And so those are just super accessible. And again, even if you don't ski, like just like go up there and like go to one of the lodges and just like watch everybody. Like it's just like fun. Uh, So that's definitely one of the big things. And then similar to that with hiking, if you're here during hiking season, I really like going to one of the ski resorts that I mentioned, Brighton, in Big Cottonwood Canyon. They have a trail that they have like three different lakes that you hike up to. So you're like in the mountains, but then it's also these like beautiful lakes. And so you go from like one to the other. And that's like a four and a half mile hike. But I would say like a more like moderate, you can like take your time with it. And so that's a good one. And then other than like hiking and like skiing and everything, we have like a really great park system here. So even like in the city, there's that Liberty Park that I mentioned that's like our central park. There's even like a zoo in there. There's like tennis courts. It's just like this huge park. There's always vendors. And then we also have Sugar House Park. 
it is again just like really pretty to like walk around and everything um another thing that it's fun to do is to go over into park city and we have like everything set up for the olympics because we had the olympics in 2002 and so you can go to this place it's called utah olympic park and they have in the winter there's like like the bobsled like world cup was there so i got to see like the bobsled world cup and like skeleton world cup and stuff so you see like professionals and so that's kind of fun to go and watch but then in the summertime you can like pay to like go on the tracks and everything it's like on wheels instead and so you get to like go down the bobsled track they have these like the big like ski jump slides and everything except into a pool and so you can just like watch people like flip off of them like into a pool and stuff and so it's just kind of like getting to like experience that wait salt lake city has a airport right like it's mm-hmm. not that far. okay so it's not that far if you're flying in or new yeah so okay. we have um actually a really nice airport since they're like hoping to get the olympics again that's like one of the things that's always like mm-hmm. very nice and up to date and it's a delta hub and so mm-hmm. flying in and out is very easy honestly the airport food it's all like for the most part like local restaurants mm-hmm. and so a lot of the restaurants like have um like a little place in the airport and so super easy to like fly in and out of and it's like 15 minutes from downtown nice. like 25 minutes from the base of like a canyon to go to the ski resort so super easy do you recommend ubering or would you recommend renting a car i would recommend renting a car um salt lake city is not very it's not very big we always say like every place is like 15 minutes away for the most part and so if you really just want to be like as accessible as possible i would rent a car um we have like even for the size of like our city we have like the big like kind of what you see in California like huge highways and everything with like six lanes and so it's really quick to like get around places but if you're staying like downtown and just trying to do things around town which you honestly can everything would probably be like if you you could do like a whole week just being like within five minutes of downtown and then you could just like uber to places so it kind of just depends what you're trying to do if you're done with activities we can move into rapid fire and you can go into mm-hmm. detail or you can just list them off, which it's your preference. Um, but so yeah, let's go into rapid fire and are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> what is the most Instagrammable spot? So I feel like this is a hard one because honestly, just like the mountains and everything, yeah. Salt Lake City is like a bowl and then you have the mountains basically on all side of you. And so like any hike, honestly, most places have like a mountain view, uh, which is really nice. But our favorite like view that we say for like Instagram is called Enzyme Peak. And it's basically this like short, like 20 minute walk up, like uphill. And so you can see the lake. So you can actually see Salt Lake, the Salt Lake. And then you can also see like the city and like our capital, which is really pretty. And then you can see like down into like the rest of the Salt Lake Valley. And so from there, you kind of get to see like everything. And so that's what I would say for like most Instagrammable. Is there a lake called Salt Lake? Yes, (laughs) there is. The Great Salt Lake. I mean, I knew that. 
but I didn't know if our listeners knew that. <laughs> of course. And so I didn't know. Yes. That. The Great Salt Lake. It's where you get a lot of the salt in America. And so it comes from, they like farm the salt from it. It's obviously very salty. Um, but I, when I was little and honestly, probably not till that long ago, I always thought that like the Salt Lake and like Salt Lake City was like Lake Tahoe. I'm like oh mountains and a lake but like it's not like that it's huh. just really huh. just this lake that like they like you can't like swim in it or anything and apparently like, back really... in the day you could is it like you know you've seen like those lakes or like um bodies of water that are like in Europe where you like legit just float because the density of the salt is so yeah so it's like that okay fun fact well I mean like I said, I knew there was a Obviously. salt lake, but, you know, just putting the pieces together for everyone else who's not going to know. Um, okay. What's the best pizza place? And so I would say Salt Lake is two things we're not known for are pizza and bagels. And I think, especially for us, we're like always trying to find one of those places, but the best pizza we've been able to find so far is called Pizzeria, Pizzeria Tasso, and it's in Holiday, Utah, and it's a Neapolitan-style pizza, and it's just like a super laid-back uh, pizza shop, and it's just like never fails. Like, you can just trust that out of all the places, like, it's going to be good. It's going to be, like, truly Neapolitan-style. What's your favorite event? So, my favorite event... I would say are, I kind of like coupled this together, but the farmer's markets. And so in Salt Lake City, we have a really big farmer's market, just the Salt Lake City farmer's market. It's at Pioneer Park. And when we were traveling around being nomadic, we were always like, okay, we have to go to the local farmer's market. And it was the biggest farmer's farmer's market out of like all the places we went to. It has like fresh like food, but then that you can like get breakfast there or lunch there. And then you can also get like produce there. You can also get more craft vendors. It just like has everything. And then similar to that in Park City, there's the Park Silly Market, which is really big. There's like live music. You can get beer there. And so I feel like the markets, like that's just kind of like a fun, big thing to do. And then another one I had was one of the ski resorts, Snowbird, does an Oktoberfest. And so you're just like, they have live music and you're just like on one of the ski slopes. And so that's really fun and just like chill too. And like good, like German food. Is the farmer's market year round? It, it is, but during the winter it's inside, whereas fall, spring and summer it's outside. And so the outside version is definitely like bigger and better. What's your favorite coffee shop? So even though the Mormon Central Coffee. I have to say we do have a lot of really good coffee shops and that was something that surprised us. And so my two favorite is Public Roasters. So it's public with a K and there are a couple locations for that. There's like a really big one downtown and then there's one in that neighborhood, the avenues that I talked about that's smaller. And they also have really good like food and like pastries and stuff like that. And then my other favorite is called Three Cups. And so they're actually, they have like wine as well at night and they like stay open. And so you can get like your coffee there and then like your wine later. 
And so those are my favorites. Three Cups does an espresso tonic. Have you ever had like an espresso tonic or know of it? No. And so we had them um, in Richmond. There was a few places that made them. But it's basically like a shot of espresso and then tonic water. And then normally like a flavor to it. And so I'll like like, a syrup. Like a syrup or like fresh fruit or something. So I'll make them at home. And I'll just do like a shot of espresso tonic water and then like squeeze a lemon into it. And then sometimes you can also add like people add like creamer to it. And so I would say that's what like three cups does really well. And they'll do like a seasonal one. And so like wintertime, they'll do like a cranberry one. And so it's just kind of like different. And so definitely worth trying. Yeah. I'm going to have to make one. I've never seen this before. Yeah, it is good. And it's, it's just like a different like taste and like texture to coffee yeah. Yeah. like than you normally have huh yeah I can't like picture what that would taste like so now I definitely want to try it well I know a lot yeah. of people are into doing orange juice with an espresso in it I've seen people even do like an orangina or like a San Pellegrino like orange wine oh, yeah. with an espresso shot like that's oh. kind of popular too oh my gosh we went to New York when I was pregnant we were in Brooklyn one day and we were at this little coffee shop and these two guys they were like super young and like bros and he goes I think he might have ordered one of those like an orange orangina what yeah. Are what are, yeah like orangina orangina yeah. I don't know what I was gonna say orangina um, <laughs> orangina and he was like and espresso or something and he was like telling his friend he goes dude these are so good. Like I go to Europe all the time and like they get them all the time there. And I was just like, okay, I have to keep listening to this, this guy because yeah. like, everything he was saying was just, but anyways, all that to say, yeah. I want to try it. Yeah. He didn't it's make definitely... me want to try it. He wasn't very influential, yeah. but you are. <laughs> I think it's more, it's definitely more of like a summer thing. Yeah, Like it's good, like yeah. grapefruit or something in it. Uh, but like I made one today because I was like, sometimes you just like want something like I sometimes I'm like, I just want something like carbonated and sour. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Best wine and cheese spot. Yeah. So I would say my favorite is, is in this area called ninth and ninth. So we're 900 and 900 meet each other, which is like a cute, like walkable downtown area, but it's called East Liberty Tap House. And so they have really fun, like, wine, cheese, cocktails, um, appetizers. They have, like, really good, like, salted, like, rosemary french fries. And so just, like, a good chill spot. You can, like, you can sit outside and, like, kind of you're in this, like, main, like, strip area. Just, like, people watching um, or even, like, sit inside. And it's just, like, everybody can find something that they want. You know how in like larger cities, you like when even when it's cold, super cold out, people will sit outside and yeah. enjoy like a coffee or, you know, a meal. Is it like totally. that in Salt Lake City? I think so. I think because it's winter for so long here, but it actually last year surprised me. Even though it's winter for so long, it's not like that cold. Like I feel like sometimes like growing up in Virginia and stuff, you'd get days that were like in the teens, like very cold. Mm-hmm. And I feel like here it's just kind of like 30s most of the time. And when it's like sunny and beautiful, it's like you can still sit outside. And I think you're probably just getting more used to the cold and just like that it lasts longer. 
another nice thing is that since the snow is like dry snow as opposed to wet snow it doesn't like stick around as long so it like comes off the roads easier and it's not like these like huge mounds of like wet snow like in parking lots like it just all melts quicker and so it like warms up faster if that makes sense yeah when it snows here not that it has snowed on the east coast well in north carolina in the past two years but like it just sticks around in parking lots for like three weeks and you're like that is it used to be so pretty and now it is so ugly get it on my face i know and yeah it's not like that here it will like have a like snowstorm at night and then like in the morning and then it's like by like 11 a.m like it's all gone in the valley kind of sad but kind of nice too yeah i feel like yeah it's kind of nice you can like embrace winter but like still like go over about your day yeah you're not hibernating which I guess some people might prefer to do that but um yeah anyways okay what is your favorite place to get dessert or ice cream yeah and so for dessert I would say this restaurant called Gourmandise and they have a couple locations and then also one in the airport and they have really good like pastries and like cake and so a lot of times we'll just like pick up dessert like to go or something. Uh, so that's really good. And then we also have a lot of really good gelato places here. And so one of our favorites that has a couple locations, it's called Sweetily. And so those are kind of like if you want gelato or if you want more of like a pastry cake. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Best place to get a salad or a healthy meal. And it might be that place that you said that was like kava. Yeah, I think it would have to be Vessel. It's just, like, you can get a bowl or you can do, like, a make-your-own plate with, like, pick an entree and, like, a couple of sides. And I feel like that is just, like, when we want something healthy, we're like, okay, we just need to get Vessel. And so that's definitely my go-to. And it is more, like, it's kind of like kava pricing, too. And so it's, like, casual and we bring everybody there because we're like, okay, everyone's going to like something from here. and I feel like everyone's reaction is like, oh, I wish we had something like this at home. What's your favorite local business? Uh, For local business, I was trying to think one that wasn't food related. So I have one that's food related and one that's not food related. Uh, But for food related, it's called Caputo's and it's an Italian market. And so kind of like, like a Dean and DeLuca type vibe and there's a few of them around and they also have like like fresh food like you can get a breakfast sandwich from there or you can get like a sandwich like at lunch and also just gifty like bitters and the mixers and stuff like that which is fun and then for not food there's this place that's also in that ninth to ninth area and it's called salt and honey and they have just like a lot of like local vendors and so you can get, it's like a good place if you want like a souvenir or something. They have like local like artists featured there or like uh, we're the beehive state. And so a big oh, wow, bee population. So you can, yeah. So you can get like local honey and stuff like that. And so just like get like a good mix of like all the local stuff made here. Cute. Caputo's was recommended when we did Salt Lake City a couple years ago. Oh, really? So it must be good if two locals recommend it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's good. And I'm yeah. raised by Italian New Yorkers. And so, oh, so you know, I brought them there. 
and so they think it's good and so I just think yeah it's just yeah, you like, like a Dean and DeLuca yeah uh so I'll get like a caprese sandwich um I feel like that's pretty good or even um a lot of times we'll get like their antipots like a caprese or mm-hmm. they have um like a Mediterranean like mix of like beans um and vegetables it's just like a cold like salad and so Mm -hmm. we'll like pick up stuff from there and there's a few of them around which is nice and it's just like an easy place to like stop in and then they also have like coffee and stuff too nice okay and last but not least what is the number one tourist trap Mm -hmm. so i was trying to think about this one and i asked my husband because i was like what is it and he was honestly like, I think it's the Great Salt Lake. And so <laughs> I think people like come and they're like, oh, I have to see the Salt Lake because they just like don't know what it is. And we like didn't actually see it until maybe like nine months into living here. It's so like you like see it in the distance, but like didn't actually go up to it. And there actually is like a state park in it called, um, it's called Antelope Island. And they actually have, I think they're bison like herds of them and so that is cool but just to go see the lake it's very salty and like buggy like it's not cute I think at one point it was more cute because there's more water in it but just kind of like marsh land um and so I would say that's the biggest tourist trap I think people like try to like search in google and be like we have to see the great salt lake like what is there to do and it's like there's really not yeah if you want to see bison, then go there. But if not. Yeah. But even it's like there's a small window where you have to go there where you don't get attacked by bugs. Oh. Hmm. It's yeah. Okay. Kind of gross. Let's stay clear from there. Awesome. And before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip? It can be anything. It yeah. doesn't have to be like Salt Lake City related. I think for us, what we kind of realized is to actually like make notes of all the places you go. And so we always have like a shared notes with like all our restaurants and everything we want to go to. And then we like make little notes about it afterwards because I feel like a lot of times people will be like, oh, I saw you went to New York City. Like, where did you go? And like, what did you like? And like, unless you're intentional about like making notes about it, you like never know. And for us, when we were moving to a different city every month, it was like very hard to like keep track. Be like, oh, what did we see in Raleigh versus Charlotte like what were Mm -hmm. the different places and so just like having notes about everything is so helpful because then when someone goes there we feel like oh this is our list yeah so just like taking a second to like make note I love that idea and where can our listeners find you on social media okay so they can find me at I feel like sideline edit is the best Mm -hmm. place and so at sideline edit on instagram and then if you want to check out other 58 Ember shows, we're also on Instagram there. So just 58 Ember Media. Amazing. Well, Emily, thank you so much for coming on today. We can't wait to come visit you and check out all the places you recommended. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you. So fun. 
Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Like a Local Podcast, where we bring you the inside scoop on your next travel destination. If you enjoyed this episode and found our local insights helpful, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a new city in mind that you'd like us to explore next, drop us a line on our website or social media. Until next time, remember, travel like a local, not like a tourist. Sayonara. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.